ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, we're taking a little walk down memory lane today. I'm taking you to the video store in my mind. I was thinking the same thing, dude. So we could be strolling through some old memory blockbuster. We can be strolling through. I don't even know what my video store was before that. I know it was in a Pathmark parking lot. You know what a Pathmark is? Is that like a grocery store? Yeah, it was. I, I think huh. it was at least East Coast, but they definitely were in New York, and that's where our grocery store. I know the sign was yellow, and I can even see the font, but maybe I didn't know how to read. I didn't know what it said. But our Marsh had a video store in it too, like uh, old school, like just dimly lit, shitty VHS video store where Everything you could felt gross. Like when you touch anything in a video store, a Blockbuster was different, but like a mom and pop video store, it felt gross. Yeah. It's funny, though, because like when you think about like if you close your eyes right now and you think about the comic book shop you grew up with, there's a smell associated with it. Like that old book smell and like the pages and that kind of slight dustiness. Video stores didn't. I don't have a a smell. Do you have a video store smell? No, but it was a a touching thing. It was was a tactile thing. It was like everything felt a little sticky, even (laughs) if you weren't in. In my video store, there was like two saloon doors that you went into the porno section. And yeah. me and my sister would always try to go in there and we'd always get chased, like literally always try to get chased out. <laughs> but we didn't touch any of those. But I feel like every video kind of felt a little sticky. A little sticky, huh? Yeah. Had the little stickers on there that told you the genre, even though you're like, duh, I'm in the section. Why Why do I need the sticker to tell me what genre mm-hmm. when I'm in the section for the genre? It was funny. I was telling my wife about that. And she's like, I can't really think of any specific movie but I just remember the disappointment when you'd grab the movie and the video wouldn't be behind it. Well, I feel like the mom and pop video store that I first grew up with, it was just the video. Like there was no thing behind it. For me, I think my introduction to that was Blockbuster where, yeah. you know, if you walked up and you saw the video for Independence Day, you would grab behind it. And if and there was be one like behind it, them, it was yeah. there. Right. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think the mom and pop one, they had one, maybe two copies of a, a new movie. And it was just there or not. There was no like uh, fake outs, just, you know, situation there. Oh, shit, Rumi. I think we need to remind our audiences what we're talking about specifically. You tell them, you tell them what a video store is and I'll tell them what a video is. <laughs> well, children, do you know what a library is? A library is like a bookstore. Well, wait, let me back up. It's like a do homeless you know man's shower place. Do you know what a book is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a uh, video stores are where you used to go and you could rent a movie. So you'd go in and whether it was a new movie or an old movie, you can get a VHS. You rent one for a couple of days, a movie that you didn't have, you'd bring it home. And if your VCR didn't eat it, you'd return it in a time of the flash fashion or else pay some fees. But I remember it was a big deal. And I remember like, I remember doing it before we even had a video game console in the house. So like yeah. you could eventually rent video games and shit too, but It was like a big deal. And we used to love, my family grew up on movies. I was very, I mean, that's probably why I'm so into movies now. I worked in movies, but like that was a big deal for us. So we went very often. Every Friday we would get pizza and a movie. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Same thing. Maybe two movies. Woo. Getting fancy. (laughs) And we're talking about VHSs here. So back in the day before Blu-rays, before streaming, before even DVDs, which were all discs, everything got really small suddenly in the nineties. But just before that, there were these boxes 
that was like a giant cassette tape, which again is a lost term to many of you, but yeah. you would put this, this large box into your VCR and it had magnetic tape that would play a fucking movie, but you couldn't like pause and, and like frame through you. You literally had to fast forward and rewind in real time. Like, like just the, you'd hit the button and it would go and like speed through what you were watching. And if you like wanted to find a scene, there was no skip to chapter menu. There were no menus. Did you ever period. rewind a tape and it just broke the tape? Like it rewound so hard, so fast. Yeah. That at the end, you just heard it go. And you pull it out of your VCR and it'll be all chewed the fuck up. I did that too. I, and I fixed one as a kid. I, my Disney, Disney Robin Hood, I ripped like that. But I was able to actually, I literally, as a kid, I didn't even know what it was essentially, but I took the tape apart and I spliced it. I taped it back together with scotch tape and it broke it at the work? beginning. So like that one little warning part in the beginning was broken, but I fixed the fucking tape. I was super proud of myself. Since we're taking a trip to our video store of our memories, Matt, you walk in. There's that sleazy teenager behind the counter. <laughs> he knows I'm going straight for the porno section. He's like, go ahead. You try to walk through those doors. I'm chasing I'll you back stop out. You. As you start walking down the aisles of our magical video store, what, what is a movie that jumps off the shelf at you? Well, this is actually funny, and it's, it's interesting. You could do a whole paper about memory, but I have so many images of my childhood are VHSs in this specific video store in my mind, in this parking lot, the Pathmark parking lot. And more so than even comic books, more so than even toy stores and stuff, although I remember a lot of toy store trips, specifically toy store trips, I remember so many videos that jumped off the shelf at me. And I would have to say most of them were horror because I think even before I was an actual horror fan, the genre appealed to me. And I think, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a different genre of videotape that was so visually arresting than the cover yeah. of a VHS horror. Like, can we talk yeah. about that for a quick minute about why do you, cause I feel that more than comedy, more than children, more than drama for sure. But like horror VHS covers were so striking. And I think that they were like these tiny little marquees to sell the video. And I think as a genre horror, maybe sci-fi and action as well, but horror mostly it really took that, I don't know, what is it, like six inch by 12 inch space seriously. Well, here's why I think it was. So most of the other movies that were coming out on VHS, people knew what they were. And it was like oh. comedy. Here's John Candy on the cover. And you're like, I like John Candy. Or like, you know, romance. Here's Reese Witherspoon and Tom Hanks. You like them. And it was always the actors' faces. Mm. But then some horror movie that literally directly went to VHS or was not a big hit theatrically, they had to sell you and draw you in on just that cover alone. And that's why you also get this situation where a ton of shit on the cover is not what's in the movie. Damn, dude. I, you know what? It's funny because you go, you guys know that you, Aaron and I usually don't prep this stuff together. So when we talk, it's, it's organic and it's real. So this isn't anything that we thought about until actually doing it right now. But Rumi, that's a great fucking point. And you think about how movies were released back then, especially a horror movie, was probably limited release. The distribution and the marketing was probably pretty tight. So there weren't fucking bus stop posters. There weren't marquees. There weren't yeah. uh, billboards. So if, if you know a movie came out, you would either see the trailer for it on television before a movie that you saw in the theaters or in the movie yeah. theater. Otherwise, where would you see a movie poster? 
the video store. Can you imagine if other genres pulled the shit that horror movie VHS covers did? You're like, I got this comedy. You're like, John Candy isn't in this movie. What the fuck? Dude, that, that's, a, that's a topic for another episode is take movies like Titanic yeah. and make Asylum Sci-Fi Channel covers for them featuring shit that's not in the movie at all that you tried to pull people that would be with. funny but titanic at least has at least a giant set piece selling point where it's like big no, explosion but like you do like a billy zane action cover <laughs> for titanic billy zane right with the gun. <laughs> yeah like it's billy zane with the gun and like them banging in the car and then the boat exploding and like a guy bitten yeah. bonked off the fan and like people getting chopped up by sharks in the water like just ridiculous shit that isn't in the movie sharks sharks would have to be yeah. in the water right that would be awesome but circling back the beginning of actually really if you think about it almost historically the beginning of that stuff were these videos that we're talking about and there were so many to me that immediately jumped to my mind and i'm gonna go with i'll say it's a friend of the show because we talk about it a lot there was a movie called chopping mall not shopping mall but chopping mall yep chopping mall is uh an 80s horror movie about these mall security guard robots that go haywire and start killing these people who stay in a mall after hours to bang in the mattress. <laughs> if you haven't heard us talk about this yet, it is so good. You need to see this movie. Chopping Mall. So what was the cover? Describe the cover, Rumi. Give them, give them a little visual taste. The cover is fucking awesome. The tagline was buy or die. And... It also said in some VHSs said, where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. <laughs> but at the top of the cover is a like a metal robot human hand, like it almost looks like a gauntlet, and it is holding a shopping bag that is ripped in multiple places. Right. And coming out of the top and coming out of the rips, there are body parts. You can see a person's face, fingers are coming out of holes in the bag, there's a foot sticking out and an ear and an eye and a nose sticking out of the top. It is a robot holding a bag of human body parts. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the back of it, but I remember the font was like a drippy kind of, um, <laughs> almost like a spray paint kind of font on the bag. Horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. Definitely horror. And again, you're right. That's branding, right? That's very important for, for them because this, I, I'm sure this didn't fucking ever play on, uh, the trailer never played right. on television, you know? But I remember being terrified of this cover as a kid. But also, and we'll talk about this over and over, I bet, during this episode, oddly fascinating. 100%. I would always go and look at it, right? So many of these, and, and again, I, th I think we should preface this, is that a lot of these aren't the, like, the best VHS movies, like covers. Like, yeah, Evil Dead was very striking, and you, know, you saw that, and you're like, oh, damn. You know, The Exorcist was very striking poster image. But like, those weren't the ones that made me go, what is that? You know, mm. and Chopping Mall is one of those ones that you're like, oh, dang, what is that? Like your little kids squeak when you see that and then you pick that up. And you're like, shit, I got to look at that. And that's that's one that I never saw probably until high school or college. Oh, I was never allowed to see any of the movies I'm talking about until later. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to rent these movies. But these are the ones that still... But I think those seeds... They still yeah. left a bigger imprint in my mind than the movies I was allowed to watch. The cover alone has stuck in my head my entire life. And then you watch the movie and you go, well, that's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> well, this movie doesn't disappoint except that the robots don't have 
hands like this. Well, how much chopping is in this movie? I think zero percent. I don't know that anything actually There's gets no chopped. There's no axes chopping at all in this movie. <laughs> so I guess this is a a misleading kind of sci-fi original movie type cover, but it is worth it. Good movie. And it certainly wrote my interest. And I think like we're going to see with a lot of these covers, it really planted that seed of like, I will never forget that cover. I'll never forget that cover. I'll be fucking yeah. senile. And I'll be like, chopping mall. Those robots didn't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one that I got for you. Okay. You're walking down the aisle and you're looking. Here's the other thing. My perspective of all these is slightly low and they're a little bit above me because I'm like. Yeah, you're, you're a little worm's eye view for all these. So I'm going to describe this and see if you can guess what it is. Okay, that's cool. All right. The cover, you got a, a moonlit night. It's like dead trees. It's a creepy forest. A woman in a red cloak carrying a basket and a man, a shirtless man. Yes. His face up to the full moon. On which there are two on the cover. There are two full moons on this cover. <laughs> and out of his mouth, his stretched mouth, is a wolf snout. Do you know what I'm talking about, Rumi? I knew. I had you at Red Cloak. Company of Wolves, right? Company of Wolves. Now, this is one of those VHS covers. I didn't see this movie until I moved out to L.A. I was a full-on adult. But this, this movie is so bonkers. It's like a vignette. It's like an anthology of werewolf movies. Mm-hmm. of short stories and shorts all involving a 14 year old girl which is a little creepy all involving dudes with unibrows which is also creepy super creepy but it's a pretty cool movie has some great werewolf transitions in it transformations and one of them being this dude the wolf comes like out of his body like his his mouth opens the snout comes out and the wolf crawls out of his mouth freaking awesome but this cover is crazy and and i'll never forget it because the snout is coming out of this screaming man's mouth and uh, the company of wolves is inside the full moon, but it's really funny because, like I said, there's the full moon right in the middle of the thing, and then behind it, there's another full moon. I'm like, why did you put two moons on this goddamn cover? And it also is the best that it has nothing to like the the title doesn't say full moon. It's not company of moons. It's not full moon. There's a yeah. lot of moon related titles that only have one moon. This is company of wolves, which is plural, and there's at most one wolf's mouth on the cover. The desire, the fantasy, the nightmare, the dead of night, the beast is unleashed. Wow. And this has a huge sexual um, subplot to it. It's supposed to be like a, you know, a sexual warning. Isn't Angela Lansbury in this? Yeah, her name is, well, barely, but yeah, she's in right. it. Right. Yeah, her name is the biggest one on the, ti- on the cover, but yeah. she, she is in it. It's, I remember watching this, and I remember it was one of those movies that, like, first of all, I'm not a huge fan of anthologies, but it's, the effects are great. Yeah. It's worth it, and it is one of those things that, like, I remember I watched this in college and was like, I was so excited. This is one of the many tight uh, VHS covers, too, that I remember the back of. And on the back, there was a man half transformed, or I guess he was transforming or burning or something. His face looks all burned, and in the foreground, he's holding up his hand, which is melting, and it looks like a skeleton hand. Yeah. And as a kid, I remember being even more terrified by that image than the one with the the wolf coming out of the guy's mouth, which is just so fucking cool. In that scene, that's one of the, that's a really cool transition where this guy his skin basically melts off, and then he transforms into a dog skeleton, and then the skin comes back on as as a werewolf. But they do this awesome thing where they cut the wolf's head off, and it flies into like a bucket of 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 like dirty water or milk or something like like uh, 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 an opaque water, mm-hmm. and it 
splashes in, but then what floats up is a human head. And I was like, that is a really cool, really well, cool way to sew the transition. Dude, now you you gave me homework because I know we're recording this in March right now, and yeah. it's on Company Wolves is on Prime. So I know after that, I'm after we finish this, I'm jumping back on there now because we've talked too much about this. I've got enough of a boner. I have to watch it now. <laughs> um, well, you better chill that boner out because the star is 14 throughout the entire movie. And uh, <laughs> it's a little awkward. There are moments where you're like, dude, she's 14. And there are moments in this film where you're like, this is really uncomfortable to watch knowing that. So just just uh, calm that shit down. <laughs> Let's see. I got I got a couple here. You want to do another another guess? Yeah. I'll describe it to you and you try to guess it for me. Shoot one to me. Okay. Here's a very simple one. There's not a lot of clues here. You're either going to get it or you're not. There is a large jack-in-the-box box, or like a square, you know, a box with a crank. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that is a, you know, a man in clown makeup with a big poofy white and red polka dot collar. In his hand uh-huh. is an axe. And he's got like white face with two big circles on his cheeks. Very yeah. white face, dark, dark eyes, and dark, almost like Dracula-type hair. And he's coming out of the box with his hands like in a menacing thing, and he's got one, like, it's almost like an old-fashioned hand axe in his hand. So, is this... Okay, I know this is a Tobe Hooper movie. Yes, absolutely. Is it the Funhouse? Yeah! Okay, okay, great, 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 great. Nice, because there's actually, there's different, there's different cover arts for it, but this is the yes. one that I saw... And then on this the back, that, yes, on the back is the even more iconic still from the movie where it says the the title of the movie, but it's also the funhouse from the movie with the giant fat clown woman animatronic, which is yes, probably creepier than anything that happens in the whole actual movie. This terrified me as a child too because it's one of those things. It's very understated. It's not graphic. There's not even any uh, violence or or gore on it, but. It's just so fucking creepy. And this is before yep. you see that. Like now I think scary clowns are a dime a dozen. But this is Funhouse, Tobe Hooper. I think it was the what early 80s. Um, yeah. This movie is so freaking great. And it's... Is it? I love this movie, dude. I love this movie. It's 81. It It's all over the place. I think it's creepy as hell. I'm making barf face right now. Just you guys can't see. But Good boobs in it. No, come on, man. It's great. You don't like uh... this? No, this is everything that I find wrong with Tobe Hooper. I did a weekend where I watched like as many of his movies as I could. Toby mm-hmm. Hooper, Tobe Hooper, whatever. And it's like he had something going with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then when he did Eaten Alive, which is the alligator movie. Sure. And then Funhouse, it's people acting so bizarrely that you're like, is something wrong with what's like, did he just film people who are sick and <laughs> people just behaving completely unnaturally and then just hours of screaming just people running and screaming oh so which I is like i don't necessarily okay. debate that that's a tobe hooper thing but i feel that funhouse while i you probably can find a ton of that i feel like tobe i feel like funhouse operates as more of a um a conventional horror movie than even texas chainsaw does yes it's just a weird one yeah not my favorite keeping with with the the, the theme of today but dope cover i feel like the cover is it's so simple and it's so yeah. chilling and I think, again, as you see, it's one of those things, especially the clown. If you see a clown in a jack-in-the-box, if you see it as a kid, yeah. it's registering with you, whether you know what the movie's about or not, you know? Now, how many of these jack-in-the-box clowns with axes are in the movie? Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> 
How many um, freak show mutant children are in this movie? <laughs> One. <laughs> but not on the VHS cover. Correct. Yeah. Correct. How many bad Frankenstein masks are in this movie? <laughs> One. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird it's a weird cover, but really striking. And this is definitely also one of the ones that I you started mentioning. I'm like, oh yeah. But there's a couple of movies that have done this jack-in-the-box clown thing later. Like, I think Demonic Toys even has a, a cover that's similar to this. Mm-hmm. This is a good one, man. Hats off to you for getting it, because it's a very generic-sounding cover, if you don't know it. But, I mean, I guess we both are walking through the same memory of, uh, you know, hall of memory here. But kudos to you for getting it with just a couple clues there. So, here's one that I have never seen. But I Ooh. think I probably should. But I think seeing it was like, oh, dang, that looks awesome. And uh, this isn't, I'm not going to make you guess this one. I'll just, I'll just tell you on it says Phantom of the Opera, but it's Robert England's Phantom of the Opera. Yep. Yep. We've mentioned this before. And it's, it's his burnt up, practically Freddy face, but he's peeking out from behind a skull mask. Like it's, a you know, the masquerade skull mask. And then there's a woman screaming or singing on the front and it's Robert England, Phantom of the Opera, the motion picture. And like on the back, I, I have a picture of this. I'm reading it here. He's back and uglier than ever. Like, that's your selling point? You're like, wait, what? It's like Robert England, Freddy Krueger in the enormously successful Nightmare on Elm Street series. Like, they got to remind you who he is. You're like, okay. Returns to the screen with a bloodthirsty vengeance in this chilling remake of the horror film classic, The Phantom of the Opera. And you're like, okay, I get it. I've never seen this. It probably seems terrible. But looking into it, it has like a time travel element, like a... um kid in king arthur's court sort of facet to it where like a modern day opera singer gets like bonked on the head and then wakes up in the past <laughs> fam of the opera style and i was like i didn't know that that was like basically the plot of this movie it's probably terrible but i, I think i might give it a chance now especially if we could uh, watch it and rip on it but uh, that's one of the ones that like i never forgot it always stuck out of my mind and do you remember this one absolutely and it's like it's ingrained like you said it's ingrained in my mind i must have picked it up a thousand times but Unlike some of these, some of these were, I was too scared to like, even if my my dad had seen me and said, you want to rent that? I'd be like, no, I'm too fucking scared. I'm a kid. But that one was not necessarily too scared. It just wasn't interesting enough. It just was cool enough to pick up and be like, wow, look at that. But I think, yeah, look at his cool face. That cover screamed. This is not going to be like this in the movie. Yeah, Don't you think? probably. We well, should, maybe. we should watch it though. You and I should watch it now. I, I don't know if you know this, but Rumi, but Family of the Opera is one of my all-time favorite monsters, and I just don't think it ever gets the justice. And it's basically because of the Lon Chaney original black and white. I thought that was so badass. You're like, wait, you have this this movie where this chick is like, I'm an opera singer, and this guy's like, I'm in love with you. I'm an angel. And she's like, cool, cool, cool. I'll come with you wherever you want. And he's like, surprise, I'm a creepy leper face pedophile welcome to my dungeon i'm gonna kill your boyfriend in a secret torture chamber i built under the paris opera and i'm like that's badass and horrifying and then like i read the book gaston larue's family opera i was like this guy's a creep and like you know she doesn't know and she gets kidnapped and i was i thought it was so cool and then the music came out i was like they made a musical of it oh i'm so excited to go see this i went and saw it and it was like all romanticized and i was like uh, uh, i don't want to see a love story yeah uh, you know and then you know then they made the the movie of the musical and you're like why is he wearing a half mask like that makes no sense and like he's supposed to be this evil leper man and they made him into like this like tragic love sick character and i'm like that's kind of weird keep my freaks freaks 
(laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm way into Phantom of the Opera, and I think that I should give this one a chance. I would do it with you. I would watch it with you for sure. (laughs) All right. What else you got, Rumi? Let me see if you can get this. You mentioned something in your description of that movie that made me think of this one. This is one that I've seen, and it's a movie I love now. It's wacky fucking off the wall. We've talked about it a couple times, actually. Okay. The cover is a dark-haired girl. Okay. uh, An illustration. Half of her face is eaten away to show her rotting skull with an eye and teeth. She's holding her hand out towards the, the viewer. And it's filled with different bugs and insects who are flying off and buzzing around her slowly, I guess, eaten away, rotted face. Is this a foreign, technically a foreign film? Yes, yes, yes. Is this Phenomena? Yes, also known as Creepers. I think Phenomena, Creepers, and there was one other. It's a Dario Argento, um, which is awesome because for those of you who've listened to our cross podcast with the Test Pattern podcast... Yeah. We talked about all different stuff. We did some of that on our show as well. If you haven't listened to those, listen to those episodes because, first of all, those guys know their fucking horror movies. And we did yeah. a whole Italian episode with them and with them on ours and with us on theirs. The Test Pattern podcast with Jacob and Tab. Check that out for sure. But one of the ones we talk about is this movie Creepers that has Jennifer Connelly and Donald Pleasance and a fucking chimpanzee. Yes. It is bananas. <laughs> and, and what is that chimpanzee's favorite tool to use throughout this movie? A straight edge razor. Yeah. Right? There, there is a poster of this where it's Jennifer, yes. no bugs, it's Jennifer Connelly's face and then this horrible looking chimpanzee with a straight razor swinging it around. I'm like, that's yes. to me more accurate. It's, this is a bonkers ass movie and you're right. I do, like, I didn't think about this, but now I do remember the bug. I didn't remember that half the face was chewed up for this, this poster, but you know, you're it's right. Fun. And again, it's funny. And this is part of, this is actually part of my love that started when we, we, we did this uh, the test pattern crossover with those guys. Going back and looking at so many of these Italian movies, it really is a fun subgenre of horror. Is the Italian horror from the seventies and eighties? But there, because of of being released in multiple countries and multiple continents, there were so many different names and so many different covers and posters for some of these movies. Creepers is a great ex- or Creepers slash Phenomenon is a great example. There's so many that were released here. There's so many that were released there. The one that I just described with Jennifer Connelly's illustrated, you know, half eaten away face. I've also seen one where her face is not eaten away. It's just a regular girl's face and she's yeah. holding a bunch of bugs. And then there's this fucking bonkers baller one that you talk about with this demon chimp with a bloody straight razor jumping over Jennifer Connelly's head with a mansion in the background. It's just so fucking cool. And both of those posters, that one and the one with all the bugs on it, are actually decent depictions of what the movie's about without without getting too deep into that whole thing uh again listen to our other episodes if you want to hear us jibber jabber about that at length but if again i'm gonna say all these movies at least the ones that we've saying we've seen it's a fun watch it's definitely worth the watch and if if you guys are are in the same generation as us it is a fun ass stroll down memory lane to find one of these titles especially if you can find it on vhs and pop it in and uh watch this shit now i am surprised to say this but i this isn't the only movie that I remember that has a monkey with a straight razor on the cover. I agree. <laughs> can, can you name the other movie that I'm thinking of right now? Monkey Shines? Yeah. 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 So Monkey Shines. It's a fake I, toy, right? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll jump right to it. But it's um, Monkey Shines was a horrifying VHS cover. And it's it's one of those like symbol monkeys. It's like cling, 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 cling. But instead of symbols, he's got claws and a straight razor and it's face is all horrifying looking like really creepy eyes really sharp teeth and he's like just a horrifying looking cover and again 
it's not really representative of what happens in the movie because the movie's about a paraplegic guy who gets <laughs> who has a helper, helper monkey, monkey that gets jealous of him and then starts killing the people that he's that he cares about. It's a pretty good movie. Uh, has the greatest paraplegic sex scene in a movie I've ever seen. <laughs> oh damn! It's definitely been too long since I've seen that because I do not remember that scene. Is it? Does it involve the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no but the monkey watches and it fucks it up real bad uh i i can understand that i feel like that would mess me up as well that's what that's why the monkey g- goes on the murder spree oh i do remember that now monkey shines and then there's <laughs> another monkey one called link and that vhs was like a uh it almost looked like an orangutan face but in like a the light of a match do you know that one? Oh, what's it called link l-i-n-k I'm pretty sure that's the title of it, and it's an illustration of, it almost looks like an orangutan holding a match in front of its face, and that's what you see the monkey's face with, is the, mat, the, the light of the match. Oh, I've never seen that one. Is he holding a razor blade? No, just a match. <laughs> and I have no idea if he watches any sexes or not. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this uh, Link cover. I, I don't I, that remember doesn't... if I've seen it before or not. Not ringing a bell. If I have seen it, it was 100 years ago. <laughs> well... Here, let me throw a quick one at you. Uh, the cover is a toilet, and okay. out of the toilet is a little suspender-wearing green fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we know that one. That's the original Ghoulies, yeah? Yeah, that's the original Ghoulies. Little blue um, t-shirt. He's got a blue t-shirt on? Yeah, he's got little red suspenders on. Little cute guy, sharp teeth. Yeah, just a Gremlins knockoff. Shitty, shitty Gremlins knockoff. Um, but yeah, I remember this VHS cover and being like... Ew, there's a toilet on here. That's that's foul. <laughs> I'm offended. My sensibilities tell me to go to a different section of this video <laughs> rental store. Then I push through the double saloon doors and got chased back out of there. <laughs> I never none of my video stores ever had double saloon door sections. Yeah, for sure. I, a comic absolutely. book shop used to. I remember one of our comic book shops had had a section like that, but definitely not the video store. Did you go back there? No, I wasn't oh, see, I thought there to. was. I, I just assumed it was cowboy movies. You're like westerns are back <laughs> <Yeah>. here, right? <laughs> Get out of there! Okay. <laughs> You're not allowed to see cowboys, kid. That guy was not gunfighting. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to think of all like porn. Porn, porn Western cowboy parody jokes. titles, yeah. Uh, all right, before we get too off topic with that, let's see. Here's a here's a quick one for you. Okay. I I don't know if you've seen this because I've never seen this movie. I just remember being creeped out by the title. I mean, by the cover. There was a movie called Gothic. Okay. Okay. And on the cover, there was you know a woman laying on a bed with she's like passed out sleeping. Her head is like coming off the side of the bed, so she's like cockways on the bed. Oh. And standing on her is this little person, looks like a little imp, and he's got a big nose and big ears. He looks like... He looks like Mr. Peepers from SNL. Yes, he does. <laughs> and I don't, I still don't even know. I've never seen it. I don't, I never read about it. I don't know what it was. It says, the, 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 the tagline is, conjure up your deepest, darkest fear, then call that fear to life, gothic. And I don't know, man, but if my Based ass was... Based off a famous painting, apparently. I don't like paintings. <laughs> it's creepy as shit. And it's like, I'm guessing that those guys' ears are prosthetic. He's got little sharp nails. And it looks like he's like a child-sized person. He almost looks like Deep Roy. It's not Deep Roy, I don't think. But it looks like it could yeah. be. And oh, dude. Like I'm looking at pictures of this, and this looks really fucking weird. 
I see the pictures on the back of the box. It looks like a girl getting strangled. It looks like a guy with a bunch of leeches. It looks like a guy with a noose on. And then it looks like another guy kind of being, I don't know, tortured by a skeleton or something, kind of. I did a Google search for this. And mm-hmm. uh, Gothic 1986, I'm scrolling through, and one of these pictures that's really disturbing me right now is a picture of boobs, which you're like, hey, boobs. But I'm on board of, so far. Go instead on. Of, instead of nipples, they're eyeballs. Ew, ew. What did you yeah. do? Google searched it? Just, just Google search Gothic movie 1986. 87 I, that there seems to be a discrepancy between when this movie came out okay but uh yeah that was one of the pictures that appeared and it was like whoa ew 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 now you have to see it <laughs> i feel like this movie probably has a um quote-unquote erotic component to it <laughs> i would guess so ew and i ew dude there's a i found a picture of both boobs with eyes with eyes yes weird right (laughs) all right enough of that but i'm intrigued i'm hideously intrigued (laughs) i do remember this cover though you're right here's one here's a movie that that is is funny because it also conjures up something similar to a video we've already talked about but a skull face peeking out from behind a woman's face that he's holding like a masquerade mask is it popcorn it's popcorn yeah 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 yeah. that almost made my made it to my list but actually i knew you would or I figured you would do that because that's that's another staple of a horror section in a movie store, a video store. Having popcorn, yeah. But it's like, it's weird because that Robert England one is the same thing. It's like him cre- creepily peeking out from behind a masquerade mask. This is a skeleton holding a woman's face and he's peeking out from behind it. And um, we watched popcorn together. I know you didn't like it as much as I did, but I, I found the gimmick of popcorn to be pretty fun. And it was a fun movie. It's definitely, it's like it speaks for the the, the time frame and the genre that it was. Which yeah. is just really a, a shitty movie from that genre is still going to be for fun and worth watching. Yeah. Damn. That's those are those are all good ones. How about I got another quick easy good one? The original troll. Oh. Do you remember that cover? Is the creepy guys peeking out from behind a door? Um. There was a. There was. Let me see. There one. There was one with a door. The one that I ha- I remember seeing and that I think my video store had was the troll, and it's his, it kind of a close up on his face and his hands. And he's holding like almost like a Captain America colored rainbow ball. Hmm. Do you remember that? Um, no. And I'm trying to look it up right now. And everything that pops up is just stupid troll doll movies. There he is. There he is. I see it. The creepy troll. Yep. And come he's like, closer. you know, holding, yeah. he's holding a ball, which is, I believe there is a scene in the movie where there is a ball, but only one quick second. And it's not part of the plot or anything. And it has nothing <laughs> to do with anything. But again, I feel like, I, do you think that as a kid, dolls and small things that are scary are scarier than it, even if you're an adult small things being scarier um, like like this like the troll was a little person in a costume so he was only a couple feet tall i think as a kid that's scarier than even it would be to an adult same thing with like chucky or dolls or dolly dearest i think all that shit to a kid the fact that it's smaller to me is scarier like as a kid if I walk by a werewolf cover and a troll cover, troll is going to be scarier to me. I don't know, man. That's a tough one because, like, possibly, definitely possibly, but to me, definitely like, possibly, definitely possibly. The possibility <laughs> is definite. I don't know. As a kid, it's like if there's something your size, I still feel like it's like, well, I could take it. And like as an adult, something small that is dangerous is frightening because children are small and like if they were dangerous, it's like, oh no, you know, I shouldn't be overtaken by this. But that's like it's. Power to kill me is is makes it scary because it mm. shouldn't. But as a kid, I, I, there's always that thing to me. Like if it's my size, I feel like maybe I could take it. 
Even as a kid, you felt that? Well, as a kid, I was more afraid of like an adult-sized werewolf than a Chucky. No. I think, I mean, I think as a kid, I'd be afraid of both, but. Yeah, I w- definitely. Like, no, I'm, I'm scared of all these things. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, this one creeped me out like a motherfucker as a kid. Troll sneaking behind this little ball that really is the ball has nothing to do with in the movie. And then you watch yeah. the movie and it's just kind of weird. It's not exactly scary. I mean, he's menacing people, but not, not really scary. Movie sucks. Movie's great. Starring Harry uh. Potter. <laughs> well, since you mentioned it, what about that Dolls cover? The movie Dolls, and it has like a little doll, and it's half of its face is a skull, skull and it has no eyes, and it's holding its two Hold, eyes in its hands. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one that I remember. I remember that from a little bit later in life. Yeah. N- not necessarily childhood, childhood, but more growing up a little bit. Like That's more of like a blockbuster memory than a uh, yellow mom and pop video store memory that I have. So uh, that one I left off my list. But yeah, Dolls, that's Stuart a weird Gordon's fucking dolls. band movie. Yeah. Um, Richard Band, Charles Band, Richard Band movie. Um, and it's definitely like, that cover though is the scariest thing of the of the whole deal, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that movie is not that scary, but, but, the, but that particular doll is pretty cool. It has the eyes that she takes out. Yes. That's yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's another one you remember? Here's a good one that I remember it as Slaughter High, but I guess it's also been called Cutting Class. Do you remember this one? <laughs> no. Is this the the cheerleader? No, Skeleton? no. This is there, and there's a ton of them like this. This is an interesting one. It says at the top, it says Marty majored in cutting classmates, and it's written kind of on a chalk chalkboard like at school. Yeah. And standing there in a sweater with a aviator sunglasses and a cap like a graduation cap and a sweater is yeah. a skeleton. And in his hand, he's holding an apple, I guess because he's at school, but the apple has a very long fuse on it like a cartoon bomb. And it's called Slaughter <laughs> High, where the student body is going to pieces. And That's I remember being funny. super scared of this. And I've actually watched it recently. I think I've seen it before, but I've watched it recently. And it's just like a run-of-the-mill 80s, you know horror movie it's fun and it's it's a good time but it's not i feel i i remember being scared of this cover as a kid have you did you look it up it's a yeah i'm looking at it right here this guy this cool cocky ass skeleton holding this bomb (laughs) apple bullshit and uh i used to be scared of this i thought he was fucking scary so here's one and this one might be a little too classic to put on this list but i remember being freaked out by it but it's a scared lady's face, and she's like pulling her mouth open yep. really creepily, and there is a skeleton inside her face, and it's like peeking out through her mouth, like that she's stretched open, and it's like the skeleton's eyes, nose, and mouth, and they're like boing creepy. <laughs> and this is the cover to uh, Dead Alive, also known as Brain Dead, but I, I think I always saw it as Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. This one's a weird one because, like, I mean, this movie, Dead Alive, is is pretty fun. It's super gory. Like, still to this day, one of the goriest films ever made. But it's all played for, like, kind of a comedy. Right. Yeah. And, that's New Zealand, right? That's the... Yeah. Peter Jackson. Jackson. You got another one? Oh, I got... I, yeah, I definitely got a couple more. All right. Can I change it up for a quick second? Tell you yeah. something that is not a horror movie, but used to scare the shit out of me? Which one? Uh, Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. There was that a is cl- a horror movie. Well, I guess it is a an actual horror movie, right? We got home invasions up the yin yang. Um, but as a kid, the video cover that was in my store for this movie, it was Alex the Droog in his Droog clothes, holding, you know, the top portion of the cane, which is the knife, 
Yeah. And he was holding it kind of towards, you know, the viewer. And he had his cufflinks, which were like splattered eyeballs. So yeah. out of context, you just see this scary motherfucking guy with one, you know, crazy eyelash deal going on, holding a knife at you. And he appears to have a bloody eyeball smashed on his cufflink or on yeah. the cuff of his shirt. I was like, okay, I don't know what that movie's about, but I'm not going to watch it. Was it the white box? And he's like, he's sticking it through a triangle shape. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Really? I remember seeing that as a kid and having no idea what that was, but being freaked out by it. Oh, yeah. And I remember the first time I ever saw that movie and was like, this is not what I expected it to be at all. This is not about a guy stabbing people in the eyes. It's worse. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> it's about someone <sighs> doing much worse. Uh, ruin singing in the rain for me. <laughs> Here's one, and and I think I think this probably opens up a whole new area of this conversation. But this is a sequel to a movie, and it was a a woman, I suppose, but she has fangs and red eyes, and she's wearing like a tiara, and she's sticking her tongue out, and it's like black and demon demonic, and she's licking a lollipop, but the lollipop is a skull. Oh. What is this? This is Night of the Demons 2. Interesting. And it's the funniest thing because like I this stuck in my head as as one that I always saw and was like that's weird. That's a creepy cover. But then being like when I was trying to remember what it was, I was like it's a demon movie. It's Night of the Demons, right? But then I oh, looked yeah, at it and it's yeah, like yeah. no. And then suddenly it's like Night of the Demons 2 and it's like but our v- our video stores were full of shitty sequels. Like to the brim. Like for every good one, there were probably like you know, there was always a Tremors 3 in there, and there was always like Night of the Demons 2, mm-hmm. and like, you know, just tons of shitty sequels, and probably more so than the original movie that you were looking for. I remember this cover, but I don't, this is not one that I grew up with, but I know I know the one that you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. This was one that just always stuck out to me, because I'm like, that skull is too tiny to be a human skull. I'm not <laughs> as worried about that. <laughs> Can I tell you another one that I was... Not that I was stupid, I just didn't know what the movie was about, and based sure. on the cover art, completely made this made my my own thing up. Yeah, James Bond movie called A View to Kill, which was nineteen eighty five. Uh huh. Poster or poster or the the VHS cover that I saw in my my mo- my movie store was James Bond and some girl standing uh-huh. on a the top suspension cable on top of the Golden Gate Bridge. So it's almost like you have the POV of the top of the bridge and they're mm-hmm. standing in the, like this cable comes into view in the foreground and recedes into the background, continuing into the bridge and they're standing on it. But, huh. uh, and then up in the corner, there's like a helicopter with a guy leaning out of it. In my little kid brain, I assumed it was a giant robotic crab mm-hmm. and that James Bond and the woman was standing on one of the giant red pinchers. Are you looking at this cover? Yeah. Yeah. Do you see Grace, how it almost Grace looks like Jones the, is in this? I've never, I don't think I've seen the movie still. Okay. I don't think I've seen it, but as a kid, I just assumed it was an action movie where this guy has to fight a giant robot crab. Because if you look at it as a kid, you don't really notice the golden gate bridge. You just see that giant red thing and it does kind of look like a claw, right? Yeah. I do now see what you're talking about. Yeah. It looks this like the first weird boss. Movie cover. It looks like the first boss in, um, battle toads, right? Wow. You're the, you're the POV of the giant crab. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, giant crab movie. Is that Christopher cool. Walken the bad guy in this movie? Like, I literally have no clue what's going on here. Like, when you when you do a Google search, 
like for a movie you've never seen, you don't know what's going on. I'm like, I see a lot of Grace Jones. She's awesome. I see a lot of Christopher Walken as a creepy looking blonde and then a very unattractive um, Roger Moore, Roger James Moore. Bond. Yeah. Me and Amanda are still working our way through the James Bond movies. We have not hit this one yet, but I'll Ugh. let you know at the end well, when we get into it. Spoiler alert. If there's a giant crab or not. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. Yeah. Those movies, I feel like I needed to watch them earlier because I would have been able to gloss over the problematic aspects of yes, the whole yeah. James Bond thing. I think if I watched him now the whole time, I'd just be like, James Bond's an asshole. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I I, I get that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right. Here's one that I've never seen, and I think I should, but it is a blue cover, completely blue, and on it is a diver suit, like a deep, deep, deep sea diver suit with a really big round head with like four, four circular windows oh, on dude, it. Dude, you need to watch this movie. He's got like pincher claws, but there's only half of him. Yes. The bottom half of him has been ripped away. Deep Star Six. Yes. I loved that movie as a kid. Lo I would, dude, I would watch that movie and then go play it in my pool. <laughs> For real, like legit, I did that. <laughs> I remember this movie quite a bit. Uh, the 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 cover, and I'm like, oh, never saw that. And now I'm like, why haven't I not seen this movie? Like, I was able to like find it from my memory knowing what it looked like but i couldn't couldn't tell you anything about it it's good oh well as a, again now as a kid i thought it was cool as shit cool enough to play in the pool oh fuck yeah dude i remember i have a literal <laughs> like an actual memory of doing that i remember doing it i remember playing and i remember running out i remember watching the movie and then going and playing it i had a boat that i was playing and i was pretending that they were there's a underwater like research you know station or something and people are trapped in it and this monster gets trapped in there with them. Um, nothing that you haven't seen before. Nothing that is necessarily like a fucking fantastic film. But just cool as hell. And I, I remember it being cool. There's a scene, you know, and talk about good marketing. This is a movie, I have no idea how widely it was released. But how widely could it have been released at its best? Yeah. But you have this awesome poster of the old school diving suit. And it's just half of the suit. Clearly yeah. something has bitten it from the bottom. And there is a scene in the movie where that happens, where there's slowly but surely pulling it up. And when it comes up, it's only half. So damn cool. I'll have to give this a shot. Yeah, we should we should find this and watch this. But yeah, that was that was definitely one that I, I love. Uh, I could tell you right now it's on Amazon Prime. We're recording this in March of 2019. It's on Amazon Prime right now. Ooh, well, so this and a movie called Leviathan, which didn't have yes. a cool VHS cover, but are two underwater horror movies that I was like, I need to see these. Leviathan, I don't know that I've ever seen, but I think a big, a, uh, maybe even Winston's, but a big a special effects company made the creature for it. And I yep. want to say that, um, I want to say Peter Weller is in Leviathan. Is that right? I think I Peter so, Weller's yeah. in it. I don't know if he's a robot or a human or a robot human <laughs> in it, but I think he's in it. <laughs> or a Colonel Sanders. <laughs> so that was mine Rumi hit me with one more from your video store memories give me All one right. more great cover this is a, a twofer actually because it's the first and the sequel uh, but <laughs> they're essentially the same cover okay it is a severed hand ringing a doorbell oh cool cool yeah house house and house two house yeah. one is the severed hand it says severed hand gr grotesque decaying severed hand ringing a doorbell and it says Ding dong, you're dead, which I think is just such a fucking cool, a cool deal. And then house two is the same thing, but instead of ringing a doorbell, it's a, a house 
or a hand holding a key. Uh, yeah. House two, the second story, one of the best taglines for a movie that really isn't that great. But what a cool arresting cover to be like, wait, what? Yeah. It's just this illustration of this fucking chopped up decaying hand. It's so, so cool. And I remember being terrified of that as a kid. That movie was pretty cool. Now, I know I said last one, but I just in looking through this came up with a bonus one I got to throw at you because I know it probably freaked you out because it freaked me out. Do the it. cover for Child's Play 2. Yes. Uh, sorry, Jack. Chucky's back. Yeah, and it's Chucky with scissors about to cut off a jack-in-the-box head. That one really freaked me out. And then I was like, well, that's interesting. Part 2 had such a cool cover. What was the first one's cover? And I'm looking at like house? a, a chick falling out of a building. Yeah, which is a, a cool thing if you know the movie, but if you don't know the movie, it does not set it up as... It as doesn't well sell it me could've. Chucky. I see other ones where it's like the doll with the knife and I'm like, that is much better. But yeah, Child's Play 2 was one that always freaked me out because he looks so creepy there. And I was like, that poor clown, he's going to get his head cut off. And Child's Play 3 was just a close up of his face, which was just as equally terrifying as a kid. Yeah, yeah, it's creepy. Um, but yeah, those are those are definitely some good ones. But I, I still have a ton that we could do. We could do a part two of this and we definitely want to hear... Easily. What, what did we not talk about that you guys remember, whether it's horror or not, but certainly let us know the horror ones. Tell us what you guys think when you stroll down your video rental store of your memories. What do you see? What VHSs jump out at you? Let us know. Tell us. Describe them. Shoot us pictures. Hit us up on social media and our website. Let us know. Absolutely. And you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, launchpadpod.com but before we go Rumi it has been a long time I think we gotta count this down we are the Launchpad Podcast your pulp culture countdown and we neglect to do countdowns all the time so I think it's time we do we do one for this because I think this is a good one to count down okay I agree All right, we're back with our VHS covers countdown these are our most memorable covers to us and I know that your favorite one won't be on there and your favorite one won't be on there. So tell us on our social media, let us know, Launchpad Pod, what we missed, what we got wrong. But here it is. Rumi, what do we have at number five? Number five is a tie between Funhouse and Child's Play 2, both a little bit of a Jack in the Box theme going on. Funhouse, I feel like, is a very understated cover that has shit on it that is not even in the movie, but I think it's so functional it's so creepy and it works so well and i certainly have remembered it throughout the years absolutely i remember that one sticking out on the shelf and the child's play 2 one has just stuck with me for a long time because it's freaking creepy chucky is a nightmare to look at he's about to cut off this poor dude's head it's like it's like if chucky met toy story that's kind of what this one invokes for me but it was like freaking creepy good good cover it's a great great movie and it's scary and yeah, I mean, to this day. Um, but those two, no, those two movies, those are our number five VHS. Rumi, what do we have for four? Number four was the Italian horror film Dario Agenter's Creepers, aka Phenomena, Phenomenon, Phenomenon, Phenomenon. But it's Jennifer Connelly holding bugs while her face melts off, and I, I like this one because this is one of the few covers that you're like, no way does it have bugs and but it's like that's actually what's in the movie and then if you even saw the cover that had the horror chimp with the straight razor you're like no way that's actually in the movie it's one of the more true things and it might trick you into watching an italian horror film which you shouldn't have to be tricked they're great movies and they're really bizarre and this is a good one for sure so if you haven't checked out italian horror if you haven't checked out jennifer Connolly with donald pleasance and a chimpanzee 
our number with four bug pick. powers. Like, like you, you didn't, the bug powers, you don't even need the bug powers to make the movie work, but Jennifer Connelly can control bugs with her mind. She's like Aquaman for bugs. <laughs> it's like they threw that in there and they were like, wait, we need this. And you're like, you don't really need that in the movie. And the director was like, no, this is important that she has bug powers. And you're like, okay. There's also parts of the soundtrack by Iron Maiden. Yes. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. That movie's <laughs> yeah, so good. We could do a whole episode just on that movie. But if you guys haven't seen this, this is our number four pick, Creepers. All right. At number three, we have Deep Star Six. And this is a movie that I need to see. And at your recommendation, Rumi, I think we should watch it. But this cover always stuck out to me because it was half of a diver man. And you're like, what happened to him? I need to find out. So that movie always drew me in or, or freaked me out uh, as a kid to be like, man, what is this movie about? So at number three, Deep Star Six. And now you got me wanting to watch that movie again um, because it's just the cover is so good. Chewed up half of a suit. Number two, we have Chopping Mall. Robotic gauntlet hand holding a shopping bag full of bloody human body parts. If nothing makes you watch a movie more than that, I mean, it is definitely one that I remember immediately when we came up with the idea to do this specific topic for a show. That was the first one, literally the first one I put on my list without even looking it up because it's just in there. Yeah, classic, classic, classic cover and a pretty fun movie. I mean, no chopping, not a lot of chopping in that movie, but there's a just mall. a really cool movie. Yeah, there is a mall. <laughs> Give it a mall. It gave you that. And at number one, Rumi, we have The Company of Wolves, one of the coolest VHS covers you could have for a very strange movie. Worth giving a watch, but the cover is the best part about it. Double full moons, Red Riding Hood, and a creepy half-naked dude with a wolf coming out of his mouth it looks so cool and don't forget that's the front cover the back cover just as creepy with a guy in mid-transformation that is just i mean terrifying out of context especially if you're a kid a lot of us are coming into this from that time frame when we're kids literally looking up at these scary ass covers i'll never forget that one that is a fucked up movie that is just creepy as shit and the the cover the cover does it justice hell yeah man well to all our fans, be kind, rewind, return your videotapes on time. <laughs> well, We've played. been the Rocketeers. That's your Pulp Culture Countdown. Let us know what you think on our social media, launchpadpod.com. Got to blast this off, dude. We're the Rocketeers. Rumi, let's blast this off. Whoosh. <laughs> and we're out. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, all engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off.